Welcome back to All Things Dark and Horrible, the horror podcast that digs deeper into the horrible world of mysterious, creepy, terrifying stories and facts that are out there. Now, we're all very familiar with The Greatest Showman, the film that came out in 2017. Absolutely love that film. Not just because I'm a big Hugh Jackman fan, which who isn't? Hugh Jackman as P.T. Barnum, which was his character in The Greatest Showman. Um, It was just an absolutely fantastic film. The the singing, the acting, the story behind it was just, everything about it was just good. And I'm guessing that most of you out there can agree with that. So Hugh Jackman's character, P.T. Barnum, which is what we know him as in The Greatest Showman, he was actually a real person and it was actually the what we know now as the greatest showman his circus that he had or should we say his freak show that he had back in the 1800s was very famous and he is now known as the greatest showman so let's go way back way 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 back to the 1800s and if you was born with a deformity you was classed as a freak. So if you were born with one arm, then you was a freak. If you were born looking a little bit different, then you was a freak. Any sort of illness that made you look different from other people, then you was classed as a freak. And there was a guy back in the 1800s called Phineas Taylor Barnum. For short, P.T. Barnum. And he was an American showman, he was also a politician, and he was also a businessman, which was famously known for Barnum and Bailey Circus. And today, he is known as the greatest showman. So let me tell you a little bit about P.T., Phineas Taylor Barnum. And he was born in July 1810, July 5th to be precise. And he was born in Bethel in Connecticut. And he was the son of a innkeeper who was also a tailor. And he was called Philo Barnum. I think that's how you say it. It's P-H-I-L-O. So that's Philo? Philo? Philo. It could be Philo. Philo Barnum. And over the years, uh, P.T., Phineas Taylor Barnum, had several businesses and that included a book auctioning trade. And it got really fed up with that, and he ended up selling his store. And at the age of 25, in 1835, that was when his career started as a showman. And it all started when he got sold a African-American slave who was known as Joyce Heath, or Joyce Heath, And he claimed that she was 161 years old. And that's because, obviously, she was a very old woman, but she looked older than what she actually was. Um, Her eyes were really sunken into her face, and her skin were just very, very, very wrinkly. And people actually believed that she was 161. Obviously, she wasn't. Nobody on this earth will ever or ever has lived to be that age. And she was sold to P.T. Barnum due to not being able to work anymore due to her age. She she couldn't be a slave anymore. And the person that she was a slave for 
sold to P.T. Barnum. And she was his first attraction. People was very, very curious. I mean, someone tells you that, that they've got a 161-year-old person with them. You're going to be curious. You, you want to meet this person. So she became P.T.'s first attraction. And obviously she wasn't 161. When she actually died in 1836, they did an autopsy on her, which proved she was actually 79 years old. And for the public's entertainment, P.T. Barnum actually made her autopsy public. So he sold tickets for the public to come and watch this autopsy take place. And over 1,500 people attended. And a lot of people actually knew that P.T. Barnum was lying about Joyce's age, that she wasn't actually 161 years old. But the way that he made it act like she was 161 years old, it was just a brilliant showman. And people that's what people loved. People loved the way that, that he was and the way that he entertained people, even though... It was all a hoax. It was lying. She was not 161 years old, sorry. But people still loved it. So moving on, we are all familiar with the name Tom Thumb. Everybody knows Tom Thumb, especially if you've seen The Greatest Showman. And he was actually called Charles Stratton. He was a real person. He wasn't made up. Tom Thumb is made up. That's a, a fairy tale. But Charles Stratton was not a made-up person. He was real and he did work for P.T. Barnum. And he was just four years old when his parents took him to meet P.T. Barnum. And at four years old, it was only 25 inches high and he only weighed 15 pounds. And his parents said that he actually stopped growing after he hit the six-month mark. Of course, this was enough for P.T. Barnum to to realise that, hang on, people are going to absolutely love this. And he actually bought it. Well, they didn't buy him. He didn't buy him from his parents at all. But he did pay the parents' money for Charles Stratton to entertain in his freak show. And Barnum actually taught him to sing and he taught him to dance. And he also taught him to impersonate historic figures like Napoleon. And he also coupled up with other performers for comedy acts. And people absolutely loved him. And Barnum actually gave him the stage name Tom Thumb, which is, like I said, it's it, it's an old English fairy tale character. But Charles Stratton was his actual name. And he told everyone that Tom Thumb was actually 11 years old, and he wasn't, he was only four. And he dressed him in all these handmade suits just to make him look older than what he was. And everybody absolutely loved Tom Thumb. He was very, very, very popular and people travelled from all over the world just to come and see Tom Thumb. And it was actually down to Tom Thumb's popularity that made P.T. Barnum become a very, very wealthy man. So if it wasn't for Tom Thumb, I don't think P.T. Barnum would have been as wealthy as he was. So Tom Thumb lived a very, very good, happy life. He was very popular. He earned a lot of money. And he actually bought a house and even bought a yacht. And he got married. Uh, whether he had children or not, I'm not quite sure. But I know he got married because he got married to someone else that P.T. Barnum had bought. And they lived a very happy life. And he did pass away on the 15th of July, 1883. Now, what would you do if you saw someone that had four legs? 
So they looked normal from the waist up. They had two arms, they've got a head, they've got a torso. But then you move your head down and you see that they've actually got four legs. Well, P.T. Barnum, again, bought someone who was a Dipigus twin, is it? Dipigus, is that how you say it? Um, And she was called Myrtle Corbin. And she was growing her twin that never fully formed in the womb. And that meant that she had two sets of legs. And she joined P.T. Barnum's circus of freaks as the four-legged woman. And she was only 13 years old. So she was still a child. And during the travels, Myrtle met a man named James Clinton Bickle in Kentucky. And they actually got married when she was 19. And she went on to get pregnant. And not only did she have one child, she had five. She had five children in total. And when she got pregnant the first time, people were very, very curious as to how. Like, how is that possible? You've got four legs. Um, you've got four legs on the outside, so what's your organs and your reproductive system and everything like on the inside? Is it for two people? Is it is it just one set? So anyway, she ended up going under a lot of medical experiment. Not experiments, that's the wrong word to say. She went under a lot of medical tests. And not only did she have two legs, but she also had two sets of internal and external sexual organs. But that did not stop her from having five children in total. Um, sadly, Myrtle died on the 6th of May in 1928. So she did live a long life by the sounds of it. Very happy life by the sounds of it as a parent to five children and she had a husband. So I don't think, well clearly she didn't let her four legs get in the way of her living a very good life. So in one of my previous episodes I've mentioned American Horror Story The Freak Show before with Twisted the Clown. So I believe it was episode four or episode three. It was the horror characters that are based on real people. And I mentioned Twister the Clown, which is a character from American Horror Story, season four, Freak Show. And if any of you have watched it, then you will be very familiar with Pepper, who was the pinhead in American Horror Story. And she was a little person who had a very, very unusually small head, which made her look really weird. Well, Again, P.T. Barnum had bought someone called William Henry Johnson and he bought him from a family of former slaves and they didn't have a lot of money. They were struggling with money and when P.T. Barnum came along and offered the family money in exchange for William to be a part of his show, the family agreed. And William had a medical condition where his brain was not developed properly meaning that he had a very unusually abnormally small head, like Pepper from American Horror Story. And not only did he look odd, I think that's the right word to say, unusual, he was also mentally challenged. And like I said, growing up in a very poor family, and his family had no money, and because William looked different and he acted different, people were very, very curious of him. So P.T. Barnum came along, offered his family some money, in exchange for him to be a part of this show, and they agreed. And Barnum claimed that he was the missing link of evolution between man and ape, because he looked very, very unusual, and the way that he acted 
he used to screech on the top of his voice. He used to knock things over. He used to run around screaming and acting not like a human. And because of this, they labelled him as the missing link. And what P.T. Barnum used to do was, which is very, very wrong and very sad, actually, but he used to put William in a cage and put a curtain in front of him. And when the curtain was pulled back, William would be very, very distressed and he would create, he would screech on the top of his voice and he would shake the bars of the cage that he was in. And people loved it. And looking back now, that that poor bloke, it must have been awful for him, not knowing what was going on and people enjoying his distress. And he actually died on the 9th of April, 1926. And whether he was actually in P.T. Barnum's circus for that long, I don't know. But for the time that he was, it sounded like he was very mistreated. Yeah, I'd say he was very mistreated for others' entertainment. So when you hear Freak Show, you think of things like four-legged women. You think of things like very, very small people. But you also think of the bearded lady. Now, the bearded lady in The Greatest Showman is one of the main characters, has an absolutely fantastic voice. I can't remember the the actress's name that plays the bearded lady, but she is she's beautiful and she's got the most beautiful voice. Well, the bearded lady, based on an actual bearded lady, was called Josephine... I'm not even going to pronounce her second name. I, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, she's from Switzerland, so she's got very... It, it begins with B. Google it, Google it, and then record your, <laughs> record yourself saying it and send it me because I cannot pronounce this second name. So anyway, she's called Josephine and she was born in Switzerland in 1827 and she suffered from a condition that made her have a beard. She had facial hair, which is unusual. Even now it's unusual for a woman, but it does happen. And by the time she was eight years old, she had already got a beard that was actually two inches long. So she was eight years old, eight year old girl with a two inch long beard, and she grew up and she lived a very normal life. She had a husband, she had two children, which one sadly died when she was an infant, but her son lived, and herself, a husband, and a son moved to America, where P.T. Barnum found her. Knew that people would be like, "What the hell? This is amazing! I'm going to pay to see a woman with a beard." And the joint forces and her family ended up joining P.T. Barnum's circus. Again, she was very, very popular. People come from all over the world to see her. People paid good money to see her. But then there started being rumours and people didn't actually believe that she was a woman. People believed that she was actually a man. Pretended to be a woman. Is not the case. So anyway, in July 1853... A man named William Shah actually took Josephine to court, claiming that she was a man and she was an imposter. But during the case, the doctors examined her and they verified that she was actually a female and the case was eventually dismissed. So she went through all that stress. She must have had a lot of tests done just to prove that she was actually a female. And sadly, she died in 1875. So moving on now to the human skeleton, which again, if you've seen American Horror Story, there is a guy in the season four freak show who is very, very skinny and he's only got little arms. 
I don't know what condition he's got, but he's, he, he looks like a skeleton, basically. And this was the case for a guy named Isaac W. Sprague, which, again, I'm not sure if that's actually how you say his name, but I'm guessing it's it, it's spelled like Sprague. And he started out like any normal boy, and he was born in East Bridgewater in Massachusetts. And he was a very, very happy child. He loved to swim. He loved to play. He loved to do everything that a 12-year-old boy likes to do. And it was at 12-year-old that things started to to change. And Isaac began to lose weight very quickly. But he still had an healthy appetite and people couldn't understand what was happening because he was still eating. He got a really healthy appetite, but the weight was dropping off him really quickly. And at the time, doctors, again, they couldn't figure out what was up with him. But then after so many tests, the poor boy, were only 12, so many tests, he was diagnosed with progressive muscular atrophy. Um, I am so, I do apologise, I am so bad at pronouncing words, but if you Google it, then you, you'll know what, you'll know what it is. Anyhow, he, he had to live his life, he had to get on with it, and when he was 20, uh, sorry, when he was in his 20s, his parents passed away, and he couldn't work for his father's business anymore, being a cobbler. He couldn't do it. It was too weak. It was very hard labour making shoes and he couldn't do it. So he had no option. Well, he felt he had no option but to audition for Barnum's Circus or Barnum's Museum. And all he had to do was basically stand there on display. And P.T. Barnum named him the Human Skeleton. And he continued to work for Barnum for several years. And through working for P.T. Barnum, he actually met a woman. They got married and he fathered children. So it sounded like he lived just a normal life, just like what all of us do. We, we meet people, we get married, we have children, as well as standing on display as a human skeleton. And by the time he was 44, he still only weighed 43 pounds. And he died at the age of 46 which is actually much longer than the average life expectancy for someone with the disease that he had. Now, what's a freak show without a giant, right? We've done the bearded lady, we've done the human skeleton, we've done the very, very tiny person, we've done the the lady with four legs. What is a freak show without a giant? Well, P.T. Barnum had that as well. Like, he had all these different freaks, he had all these different different people, and I'd, I feel really bad calling them freaks, you know. When I say that he had all these different freaks, I feel guilty for saying that. He had all these unusual people. I don't even think that's any better, to be fair. What would you call them? Would you call them freaks just because they look a bit different? Honestly, don't know what to call them. Like I said, I feel bad. But I'm going by what they used to call them in the 1800s. So P.T. Barnum had all these different freaks. And of course, he had a eight-foot 364 pound human who was called Chang Yu Sing which was Chinese and P.T. Barnum loved to dress him in long Chinese robes because he believed that long clothing gave the illusion of height so the long clothing made him look taller and Barnum lied he was very well known for his lying like like lying about Tom Fum's age and the length of the bearded lady's beard. Well, he lied that that Chang was actually nine feet tall. And he became part of the freak show. And he was 
made he was made fun of because of the stereotype that Chinese people were very very short. It was Chinese, and of course, it it was tall. So he was known as the Chinese giant, and. There's not many records out there of him actually working for P.T. Barnum. We know that he did, but we don't know from what time. So we don't know how long he spent with P.T. Barnum. We don't know when he left. We don't even know when he died. And all we know is that he worked for P.T. Barnum and he just lived a normal life. Again, I feel really bad for calling them freaks. But... That's what they were known as. P.T. Barnum was known as the greatest showman for displaying all these unusual people that people knew him as freaks. If you haven't seen the greatest showman film, go and watch it. Go and watch it. Obviously, they've had to make things up just to make it into an interesting film. But the people that are in the greatest showman film are the people that P.T. Barnum actually had he had all these people. He had much, much more people than what I've, I've told you. Um, so look it up. Look at P.T. Barnum. Look at The Greatest Showman. It is very, very interesting because there is a lot more to P.T. Barnum than what they put in the film. And I find it very, very interesting. I find it very, very interesting that that people actually paid to to make fun of and to laugh at other people's deformities, other people's misfortune. I mean, these days you couldn't get away with that. You you could not get away with that at all. Me personally would not even pay to go and see someone like that. But the times were so, so different in the 1800s to what they are now. Uh, We all know that. But if you were living in the 1800s and you was walking down the street and you saw a poster claiming that someone had a friend that was known as the bearded lady and they had a girl with them that had four legs and it was, say, $5 a ticket, would you go? Would you go? Let me know on my Facebook page, which is All Things Dark and Horrible. Let me know if you'll go. Like I said, back then in the 1800s, it was a very different time, and and I'm sitting here now thinking, if it was now, I wouldn't. But then again, we wouldn't have to, because all you'd have to do is type it into Google, and there'd be videos and pictures. But again, 1800s, very different times. Would you have gone to see someone with four legs? Not just to see someone with four legs, but would you have paid to see someone with four legs? Sitting here, and like I said, this day and age, no, I wouldn't. Back in the 1800s, yes, I probably would, because it's unheard of. They didn't have TV with all these documentaries of people that are born differently. They didn't have the internet where you could type four-legged woman into Google and there'd be about 15 different people that have got four legs. It was very, things like that were very unheard of. And obviously it's going to get people curious because you don't see stuff like that. But again, I just think it's very, very sad that people paid to laugh at and to take the mick out of other people's misfortunes. And if you're listening to this and you're not from the UK, mick, taking the mick means you're making fun of people. That's what we say in the UK. Or you make fun of someone, people say, why are you taking the mick? Why? I don't know. That's another thing that I should really look up. Like, why? Why do us us British people say taking the mick? Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you Google P.T. Barnum, if you Google The Greatest Showman, 
If you Google freak shows, just literally type in freak show in Google. I can guarantee that one of the first things that will pop up is P.T. Barnum, which is Phineas Taylor Barnum. And let me know what you think. This has been All Things Dark and Horrible. I have been Izzy Hodemaker. And join me next time for more creepy, weird, curious facts and stories that exist in the world today.